So how would you do with uh, working with stillness? I hope you failed, you know, because success is dangerous, you know. It'll go to your head. Did anybody find that challenging or useful or? Uh, yeah? I find it very, very difficult. I've never wanted to hear the bell ring so much in meditation. Good. Yeah. So, uh, the the sitting still part part of it. Yeah. Can you describe what was going on? Maybe you could get the microphone so you could hear. Yeah. Yeah. So then what happens? I think I went back to my breath a bit. And I just tried to remember if I go to my breath, maybe it'll stop hurting. Or mm-hmm. I won't die or my leg's not going to fall off or, you know. Yeah. And actually, each of the aches and pains did go. Yeah. <coughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. That speaker was buzzing. Yeah, I don't know what that and was. Yeah. Found it really irritating uh-huh. and wondered if you did it on purpose. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Yeah. Plan, yeah. I see if you, because you said right after it was driving me crazy. Of, yeah. Getting used to things you don't like, and I'm like, ah, yeah. it's like yeah. camping with a mosquito in your tent, you right? Know? And yeah. So, well, at least it, the speaker doesn't bite you and you no, know, no. suck your blood. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was part of the practice, yeah. just getting over it. Well, it is. So how did that go? Well, let's let's hear. It. Yeah. So it went great. I mean, I was hoping someone else would burst out and say something. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I was kind of looking to see if, I thought maybe the microphone, like the wireless microphone could have been making the noise. Yeah. I think it's someone's cell phone. It's actually it's a cell phone. Oh, is that what it is? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, but I don't know if the, I don't think the microphone was on, so. Problem solving. That's good. You've given it great thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know, um, you know, I was talking to uh, this Anagarka and the cook today, and um, the cook was talking about, he's, you know, this is the second uh, time he's been at Abayagiri, the monastery, the Theravada monastery, um, to for the uh, winter retreat, it's a three-month retreat, and so he's got to live very intimately with the monks. And um, he was talking about how, you know, in the in the lay world. Uh, people get obsessed with things and they tend to be kind of big, th- fairly fairly significant things in some way, you know, but when you take everything away, 
like the, the monks don't have stuff to, big things to obsess about. They don't have cars and houses and kids and, you know, insurance and taxes to pay. I don't know what they do about taxes. Anyway, um, and he said, so they obsess about little things, like the way the fruit is cut, you know. <laughs> and or so it's more, it's, this is just seeing how this is the, the human mind. It's not, it's that we're looking for problems in the same way that we're looking for things to, to want. You know, like window shopping. That's like trying to arouse desire in yourself. Let me find something that I can want. You know, like paging through the magazine, trying to find, a, 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 you know, the catalog, trying to find something you want. You know, and our mind, so our minds do both those things. They look for something to not like, or they look for something to want. Um, and so, as has been said, I'm sure by more than one Dharma teacher, not to mention more than one person, it's always something. And once we realize that and have real insight into that, we're not as bothered. I mean, we're still bothered, but we, know, we understand it. So there's this other, we're seeing it in the context of the Dharma. It's like, oh, there I go again. Yes, I'm irritated. And so what? So our practice, you know, kind of is a lot about this, about, first of all, noticing these habits, these mental habits, these ways we are, and then getting unhooked from them, not taking them so personally, not believing them so much. Um, and, and I don't, you know, I think it was progress, not perfection. I, I certainly don't... See, I'm not a, have not perfected this stuff. But even setting yourself up as, oh, well, I can't do it, or I'm not letting go enough, or I don't want to let go of that, is actually just another version of the same thing. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's always something. So... You know, before you ever tried to meditate, you didn't care that you were thinking all the time. Now you've decided you want to meditate, so your thinking is a problem. You made it a problem. You know what I mean? It wasn't a problem until you decided it was, you know, something that you had to control and you had to make different. Uh, so we kind of, we have to really see how we create our own suffering in these ways. Yeah, there's someone with their hand up in the back. Uh, I noticed I had a little itch up in the right part of my face. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, no, I'm not going to pay any attention. I'm going to let it be. That's just a sensation. It's just going to sit there. And it went away. There was thoughts going past. And I let him go past. I went back to my breath. There was a different itch. Mm -hmm. It was a different spot, but it was mm -hmm. still an itch. Mm -hmm. 
I said, well, the first one went away, so that one will go away. Yeah. I fell asleep. <laughs> well, it's interesting to see what happens when you scratch yourself. It, scratching the itch usually triggers more itches. And so that it's, it snowballs. And that's one of the reasons why changing posture is risky. I mean, shifting, you know, sh like, oh, gee, gee, because it turns, it's kind of snowballs into this, trying to, oh, then this isn't right, and then that isn't right. And it's like, ah, oh, forget it. I can't get it right. You know, just give up. Yeah. Well, what if you fall asleep? What if you fall asleep? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, if you if you completely fall asleep, yeah. Dreamland, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm tired this evening. I was I was having that kind of tingling all over, like when you're when you should be in bed. You know how like you stayed up too late, but you and then you start to tingle. I don't know if people get that, but I was getting it, and it was bad. And I moved, by the way. So. And just physically or across town? Uh, just, uh, yeah. I found this stillness idea to be really permissive. Uh, maybe the best meditation I've had in memory. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got lots of little injuries, so yeah. I visited them. Some are important, many of them aren't. So, say a little bit more about that, about how that worked for you or how you, I mean, any sense of why that would be, be useful for you? I mean, I, I, just the, the way that you would call it, you said permissive, or it gave you? Yeah. And what, um, can we talk about that? Well, if what I think I have been up to so far is to get the monkey mind to shut up, mm -hmm. Um, this was a different place to look away from the monkey mind. So what were you looking at then? All the sensations? Still body. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it really is true that it, that stillness kind of, it does <laughs> interact with the mind. It, it, it just sort of opens up the mind in a way too. How about the, the stillness was, um, was inviting? Uh-huh. It had a sweetness to it. Yeah, nice. Yes. Very nice. So there's a hand up back here. I'll catch you next. Um, today when I walked in, I thought I need to turn my cell phone off. And, and as I was walking, I, that was going through my mind. Then I sat down, I started talking to my girlfriend. I didn't turn my cell phone off. Then we went into this meditation, and I was actually able to get total comfort, release, quietness, and then all of a sudden, I got that little trigger. You didn't turn your cell phone off. Mm -hmm. And I looked around, and everyone is completely silent. And all of a sudden, I couldn't think about anything else other than my, my cell phone. And then I started thinking of all the people that could call me now. Uh -huh, right, yeah, right. And right. then I started going into, oh my goodness, if my phone rings, what do I do? Uh -huh. And then I reached in to try to turn it off, and everyone was quiet, and I was the only one moving. So then I sat down and thought, okay, let's go back into my meditation. I started to go there, and then all of a sudden I just couldn't. Then my knee started to hurt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I embraced the pain and moved on. 
And then I thought, how long is this going to last? <laughs> and I saw people squirming, and I thought, thank goodness. I mean, if he, maybe if he sees enough of a squirm, he'll stop it so I can turn my cell phone off. <laughs> oh my anyway, I started off well. Yeah, well, yeah, it it's kind of seems that our mind doesn't like it when we get quiet. You know, something about it, um, it's, I think what happens is that the ego gets scared and it says, we got to make some noise here because if I'm not thinking, then I don't exist and then I'm dead. And, and so it's like fear of ego death is, is that thing that kicks in, well, that just somehow gets us going when there's nothing to really think about. You know? There's no real need to think. Uh, you know, in some way, there's so much to think about that there's nothing to think about, if that makes any sense. Meaning, you know, if, you know, if you pick up the newspaper, as I do most mornings, because we subscribe to the New York Times, There's so much to worry about. There's so much to be upset about that at some point you just go, you can just kind of go, oh no, you know, no. <laughs> because this is my mind, this is my life, this is, you know, yeah, I want to know what's going on in the world, but, you know, if I go away for a month and come back, the same stuff is going on. There's a war, there's an argument in Washington, there's a scandal, there's another war, there's economic ups and downs, and it's just the same stuff over and over. It's called samsara, right? just the cycle of suffering. And it's the same thing in our minds. I mean, after a while you kind of go, this is just like another version of the same story that I've been telling myself my whole life. It's just today's version, or this week's, or this month's, or this year's version of the story. And I keep tweaking it so that it seems new, but it's the same one, you know. It's just, it's just a few different topics we cover, you know. I'm great, I suck, they're great, they suck. I got to have that, I got to get rid of this. I don't know, that pretty much covers it. You know, I'm afraid of this. Um, and, you know, and they're all just versions of those. I should actually write that down. That was a pretty good list of, of all the <laughs> concerns. <laughs> See, I'm great, I suck. They're great, they suck. I want this, I want to get rid of this. And I'm afraid of this. It's eight things. Well, it's on the tape, you know, then I'd have to listen to the tape. That's so annoying, I mean, you listen to the tape, you know, I hate that. See, that's what, that's was number s seven, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, I mean, again, this is kind of the, that Dharma view of, of uh, turning things into objects. You know, the subject 
a subjective version of the world is this is about me, this is my, these are my experiences, I'm thinking this, these are my worries, these are my concerns, these are my desires. The objective is there's just stuff. It doesn't belong to me. And when it stops belonging to me, it doesn't have the same power over me. It's not, it's just stuff. You have stuff, I have stuff, all God's children got stuff, hallelujah, you know. What, what, uh, and stuff just keeps happening. And, uh, I mean, I, again, it's like the, you know, this is why the conclusion the Buddha came to is just get rid of the stuff. <laughs> you know, stop being involved with stuff. And it's, it's a radical concept. But, you know, this traditional Theravadan version of enlightenment is you're not born again, which means you're not creating stuff anymore. So in this moment, you just stop creating stuff. And then you're, you're free because there's no stuff is the, is the problem. You know, mental stuff, physical stuff, that's pretty much it. So, I think we've solved uh, life, and we still have an hour left, so you can just uh, go get some chocolate. Now, let's, let's take a break. I'm sorry, because probably there are people here who are actually... I'm, I'm not a... Uh, I don't have a, a food problem, and I know that for some people that's not really funny. So, um, let's take a break, and uh, greet your neighbor, make a friend, and we'll ring a bell in a few minutes and come back.